Hey everybody, this is Clay, and uh, welcome back. I'm back at the office today. Um, before we go ahead and get started, I want to let you know that if you like what we're doing here, you probably love our book called Be Loved for Who You Are. You can find out more about that at modernlove.life book. You can get it as a digital book, read it on your phone or your computer or whatever. Um, Makes for some great weekend reading. Got the weekend coming up not too far from now. Um, and yeah, if you also like what we're doing here, please go ahead and like us, go ahead and subscribe to the channel, and uh, go ahead and hit that bell icon next to the subscribe button so that you can get notifications next time that we go live. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about should I give up on my ex or should I move on? And I'm basically making this video because I know that there may be a lot of confusion um, because I have been around on YouTube for years and years and I have made quite a few videos on getting back together with your ex and then just over the past couple of days or weeks I've started making these things on on topics about moving on from your ex so like what is my overall standpoint how do you know when it's time to work things out how do you know when it's time to take your life in a different direction um, and that's really what I want to talk about so um, first and foremost, I know that there are a lot of different schools of thoughts on this, where some people will say you should always move on from your ex. You know, a breakup happens for a reason, and uh, you know, if it was meant to be, then he wouldn't have broken up, or you know, stuff like that. And I don't really believe in black and white thinking like that. Um, I think that you should be able to feel into a situation and look at your situation to be able to draw out the right answer for you. And sure, maybe the answer for you is to move on. Maybe the answer for you is to try and work things out. But uh, that should be an answer that you come to on your own, not just by following what I would call fortune cookie advice, you know, things that just tell you to turn your brain off and to just follow some kind of snappy little advice that kind of rhymes or it's easy to memorize or something like, you know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Breakups happen for a reason. Uh, you know, stuff like that. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Um, and I want you to not turn your brain off. I want you to keep your brain turned on and pay attention to what's happening in your life. Pay attention to what's happening in your dynamic. Pay attention to what's happening uh, to make the right choice for you. With that also being said, uh, what I'm going to share with you in this video is my opinion. Um, this may not be the right answer for you. Uh, this has worked for me in my own life. This has worked for the people that I've worked with over the years. And uh, that's why I'm sharing this with you. But uh, it may not be the right answer for you. I believe that it is possible to have multiple different uh, views on things and that you know, just how it is possible to have different flavors of ice cream that people like. You know, you might like my flavor, you might like someone else's flavor, and that's totally okay, right? That's okay. It doesn't mean that I'm wrong and they're right. It doesn't mean that they're wrong and I'm right. Uh, what, what matters most is that you find what works for you. Okay, so with that being said, number one, it is absolutely okay to let go of your relationship, to move on, to give up on trying to save your relationship at any point if you just want to. Okay, it doesn't matter about any of the stuff that I'm gonna be sharing with you in a moment. Um, if you just don't want to, that's okay. And I know that 
a lot of people have this belief that you should fight for a relationship. If you get into a relationship, you should fight for it and make it work at any cost. And I don't necessarily believe that that is true. Um, and I know it can be easy to get caught up in those emotional loops of, um, you know, being pulled into somebody, having the chemistry and all of that stuff. Um, but I think that we should be looking at things from a deeper level than just chemistry. Because a great relationship is going to take a whole lot more than chemistry. Uh, maybe that's another topic for another video. But um, so building off of that, the number one thing you want to look at is did do you and your ex have values that work together? What I mean by values, um, these are things that are important to you about life. You know, if you were to just answer the question, what's important to me about life? That's probably uh, what your values might be. It could be your career, it could be health and fitness, it could be being adventurous, it could be uh, having family time, it could be like whatever it is, right? What is important to you about life? And does your ex have similar or compatible values to those? Uh, for example, one of the things that I actually value a lot in life is having some cool adventures, whether that's trying out weird and strange things like being on YouTube or um, whether that's traveling the world. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but my wife and I actually spent 2015 traveling all through Asia and having a really cool time working from our laptops and all that. Um, and I'd love to do that again once we figure out how to do all that with our daughter. Um, but, uh, but yeah, having adventures and doing all that stuff is important to me. That's one of my values, and thankfully it's one of my wife's values as well too. I didn't really have to twist her arm that hard to get her to come traveling around Asia with me for a year, but <laughs> that's probably because we have similar values. Um, me and my ex that I talk about often, uh, we did not have similar values. Again, I wanted the adventurous thing. She wanted to have a really predictable, safe life. And, you know, that's okay. It's not making her wrong. It's just, you know, she liked that flavor of life. I liked my flavor of life. And in order for us to be together, and in order for that to really happen, one or both of us would have to step out of our value of either adventure or safety, right? Um, and so that's, that's the values portion. Do you and your ex have similar values? The second layer to that is if you do have similar values, are those values expressed in a similar way? So being adventurous, that could look like spending a year traveling around Asia. But to someone else, being adventurous might mean trying that new Thai restaurant down the street that just opened up. Um, and if you have different definitions of what your values mean, then that can really cause some of that friction, right? Um, so you definitely want to make sure that you have similar values and that you have uh, similar expressions of those values as well, too. Um, if you don't have similar values where it's like if one of you is going to get your value met, the other one is going to suffer, like what it was with me and my you know, big ex, um, then that's a sign of incompatibility. And even if the two of you were to get back together, even if the two of you were to be in a relationship again, it probably wouldn't be very satisfying for one of you or both of you because those values would be at odds. 
So that's definitely something to consider. Um, if you and your ex have similar values that are expressed similarly, then that's cool. That's great. That could be a green light to move on to the next uh, step or to, to, to really try to get things to work out between the two of you. The, the next thing is you also want to know what you're looking for in a partner. So what do I mean by that, right? So we, we, we have a sense of what kind of partner or what kind of relationship we, we want. You know, I'm going to take it as a given that you want somebody that you're attracted to, so you don't have to list that as your thing, um, because you wouldn't, hopefully, consider being in a relationship with somebody that you weren't attracted to. I know people do that, but uh, hopefully you are conscious enough to know that that's probably not going to end well. Um, but, uh, you know, what is it you're looking for in a partner? And what are the things that you definitely don't want in a partner? So what are the must-haves and what are the deal-breakers? And I remember when, um, when I came out of my relationship with my big ex that I seem to use as an example an awful lot, um, I realized that I had a certain type of woman that I was sort of naturally pulled towards. Um, and, and at the time, I really had like a whole nice guy thing going really bad. And um, I believed that I needed to like be responsible for someone else's emotions, right? Um, and that definitely took place in my relationship with my ex where, uh, you know, she would blame me for her emotions. I'd try to fix them and all. And it was like this terrible situation. And so when I came out of that relationship, I felt this pull towards that kind of dynamic because it felt familiar, right? Obviously, it wasn't very healthy, but it felt familiar. And thankfully, I put the brakes on that, realized that that was a less than great thing that was happening. And um, I, I made the conscious decision to do something different before I ended up in kind of a relationship that was like, hey, this is the same person, but a different body. Uh, so you want to think about, like, what is it you want in a partner? So for me, that was like, hey, somebody who takes responsibility for their own emotions, somebody who is feminine, somebody who um, is expressive of their feelings and their emotions, somebody who's honest and trustworthy, somebody uh, who, you know, has values that are similar to mine, and so on and so forth. And then you have your other side of the spectrum, you have your deal breakers. You know, what are those? Uh, those can be anything that you want, anything that is a deal breaker for you. Uh, for me, that was somebody who deals with, like, depression. I don't know if my ex was, you know, clinically depressed or anything like that, but she certainly seemed depressed to me. Um, and I didn't want to have a partner that was depressed, that I always had to constantly be propping up emotionally. And again, that's not to say that there's anything wrong with depressed people. It just doesn't mean that you need to go out of your way to be in relationships with them if that's not what you want. If that is what you want, that's okay. This is just what my standards were back then. Um, and you know, there's all kinds of other things. Like you might have a deal breaker as, you know, hey, somebody who has a past track record of cheating on somebody. Or somebody who, uh, you know, I don't know, what, whatever it might be, right? Whatever your particular deal breakers might be. You gotta come up with these yourself. There's no like, hey Clay, tell me what deal breakers I should have. But no, these are ones that you have to pick. 
You have to pick these for yourself. You have to pick the must-have qualities for yourself. And um, I'm going to encourage you not to be too, uh, too creative with all of these. Like, I, I want you to have like a short list of these things, not like a, a big laundry list of, okay, here's 100 must-have things and 100 deal breakers. That's going to be a little bit much. But I also want you to have things that are a little bit more specific than just you know, what maybe some people with low standards have, which is, oh, I just want to be with a good guy. I just want to be with a good girl, right? Because honestly speaking, most of the men or women that you come across in your um, dating and relationship uh, escapades are going to be people that genuinely want to have a great relationship, genuinely want to be a good boyfriend or a good girlfriend or a good husband or a good wife. And, uh, you know, that's great. But just because they mean well and just because they're, you know, not a jerk or an a-hole or a, you know, manipulator or whatever doesn't mean that you should go out of your way to be in a relationship with them because of those value things that we talked about. So I want you to be not too broad and not too specific when it comes to these must-haves and deal-breakers. Okay. And if you notice that your ex doesn't have any of the, or you know, one or two or whatever, of the must-have qualities on your list, you need to accept that, okay, you know, I want a woman who's feminine, and this is not a woman who is stepping into her femininity. I need to accept that, that that is her journey that she chooses to be on. She chooses to be on a journey where she uh, does not step into femininity, and that's okay. That's her choice. That's her life. I need to accept that. And I also need to accept that that's not what I want. In which case, hey, we're just not compatible. Or with the deal breaker thing, like I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who's going to cheat on me. Somebody who has a track record of cheating on other people in the past. Somebody who cheated on someone else in order to be with me. Because I know they're likely to do that at some point if the circumstances are right in their relationship with me. Um, and if that's the case, then that's fine. doesn't mean that person is like evil or anything like that, although they may be. Um, it just means that we're not a good fit for each other because having somebody that I can trust who's not going to cheat on me is important to me. And so I have to accept this is the person who is okay to cross that line, who is, who is okay with the idea of saying, okay, I'm in a relationship with somebody, but this other person seems really fun and interesting and I'm mad at my boyfriend, so I'm just gonna go home with you, right? And so you have to be willing to say, okay, if these things aren't lining up with my ex, then we probably aren't well-suited to be together. And it's probably a good idea to let go of your ex, to give up on trying to save that relationship, to move on, because even if you were to get back together, you would be with somebody who isn't necessarily going to give you the kind of relationship that you want. And again, it doesn't mean that they're wrong, that they're bad, that they're evil or anything like that. It just means that the two of you have different values, the two of you have different ways of living your life, the two of you want different things. And that's okay. Um, with that being said, you know, if you're like going through this and you're like, okay, yep, we got the same values, yep, they're expressed similarly. Uh, yep, they are totally the person that I want to be with, and yep, they do not have any of the deal breakers that I'm seeing here, 
then hey, by all means, go ahead. Try to, try to work things out with your ex. We have a ton of videos on this channel on that subject. Um, and with that also being said, I know that some people are in the process of trying to get back together with their ex and things are not kind of moving forward. Either they're just kind of hitting a wall or they're moving forward at a very sluggish pace. So if that's the case, then like, when do you decide enough is enough, right? And um, again, this is, this is just my opinion. There's no cosmic rule out there that says that this is 100% true, that it's black or white or anything like that. This is just Clay's opinion as somebody who wants to see all of my subscribers end up in great, wonderful relationships. Um, and that is this. If it's been a period of time, let's say three to six months, and you have made zero progress towards connecting better, towards getting back together, towards um, improving your connection, your bond, your emotional connection with one another, then that's when I would pause and say, hey, is what I'm doing working? Is this something that I'm enjoying doing? Is this something that I still want to do? And if the answer is yes, then fine, go ahead, do it, right? It's your life, you can live your life how you want to and you should live your life how you want to. But if this isn't something that you're enjoying anymore, if this is becoming burdensome, if this is becoming draining, if this is uh, something that, that's tiring you out, that you're just kind of frustrated and fed up with, then it's totally okay to say, hey, that's fine. I'm just gonna move on and see what other kinds of relationships I might be able to have. And that's okay. Um, but yeah, with that being said, you know, when I say zero progress, I mean zero progress. I don't mean slower progress than you would like. I mean zero progress. Like you are still in the exact same spot that you were in um, many months ago, many weeks ago. And again, this is just my opinion as a person that wants to see you happy. This is not some sort of like golden rule that you must absolutely follow. Because again, whether or not you try to get back together with your ex, whether or not you choose to move on or give up or whatever, it's a choice that you have to make. I can't make this choice for you. Anyone else out there on the internet can't make this choice for you. This is your life. You hold the pen in your hand and you are writing the next chapter of your life. And you need to own it. You need to own your choice. You need to own the choices that you make 100%. It may not be easy. It may not be hard. It can be kind of scary to take responsibility for your choices as opposed to just you know pointing your finger and saying, oh yeah, Clay told me to do that, it's not my fault. Or this other person told me to do that, it's not my fault. But ultimately, if you're just living your life based off of what your friends or your family or someone on YouTube or someone on the internet tells you to do, then um, I imagine you'd probably have a lot of regrets at the end of your life. And I don't want you to have that. I want you to look back at your life and say, damn, that was my life. That was my creation. That was my journey through this crazy ride called life. And 
I want you to own it. I want you to not have any regrets. I want you to follow what you believe is right for you. And if that means moving on, do it. If that means trying to work things out with your ex, do that. But what I've just covered has been my recommendations, my opinions on uh, whether or not you should try to work things out with your ex or whether or not you should try to move on. Um, if you want to work things out with your ex, uh, we do have a course called the Ex Solution Program. You can find out more about that at modernlove.life ESP, like Ex Solution Program. Um, and if you want to move on, we have a course on uh, actually mindset recovery and uh, just kind of prepping you for a healthy relationship. It's called the Compatibility Code. You can find out more about that at modernlove.life slash cc. And, you know, if you just want to dip your toe in the water, you might just want to check out our book, Be Loved for Who You Are, over at modernlove.life slash book. So with that being said, let's see what folks are talking about in the comments. All right. Let's scroll back to the beginning. We have a lot of comments here today. Okay. Okay. Martin says, hi, mate. Hello, Martin. Martin. Uh, a lot of people are saying hi. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm at the six-month split mark. I can't move on. We still speak, but she has made no waves about getting, I guess, back together. Uh, she has a new boyfriend, uh, but still rings me most days. Should I give up? Well, I mean, I know you made this comment towards the beginning of the video before I laid out all that stuff, but um, I would really look at, like, do you have values that work together? Do you have, um, you know, is she the kind of woman that you really want to be in a relationship with, that you can accept her 100% how she is without feeling the need to change her or without feeling like she needs to change in order to be in a relationship that works with you? Um, if, if she is that kind of woman, then yeah, go ahead and try and figure it out. Uh, we have tons of videos on this channel that you can check out. Um, but if not, then, then I would probably consider letting go and trying to see what other options you might have in the dating world. Max and I broke up one and a half months ago and she moved away two weeks after, six hours away. I think the moving away was a trigger for the breakup. We got into a mini argument before she moved away. We are going to talk about it this weekend. Uh, what she said hurt me. I feel like we still have chemistry and she still likes me, but because she moved away and she wants to focus on her career and life, she doesn't want to be bound by a relationship. Should I move on? Again, this is about like what's important to you. Is it important for you to be with somebody who is physically close to you, who lives in like the same city or town? Um, is it important for you to be with somebody who is willing to dig in and pull through those tough times with you? Um, these are choices you have to make. These are choices you have to make and you have to own them. And uh, if she is the right person for you, then yeah, go for it. If she's not the right person for you because you have different values, you want different things in life and all of that, then maybe it's best to, to move on, right? Or do what you need to do to move on. Uh, you know, would you consider moving to another city and potentially leaving your partner behind in order to pursue your career? Apparently she's able to do that. That's something that she values. Is that a compatible value for you? I'd, I'd go ahead and just look at yourself, 
look at her and see if the two of you really match up. You know, if you need to, just take out a sheet of paper and write this stuff down and see like, okay, do, do these values match up? Well, here's, a, here's an inconsistency, there's an inconsistency, um, and so on and so forth. Or hey, maybe they all match up just perfectly. Okay, let's see, what else, what else are folks talking about here? I'm gonna scroll back to the beginning and see where we left off. Okay, there we go. Um, it's a great topic. I really need this. I'm in, I, I'm, I feel into way path to give up or not. It's been a month, it's been month three since we broke up. Um, not really following what you wrote there. Uh, looks like your name is Meow. But uh, I'm glad you like the topic. Uh, wonderful surprise, Glay. Good to see you. Well, thanks, Helen. Yeah, I try to go um, live during the week, every weekday. Sometimes it's a bit more of a struggle than others. Oh, are we frozen here? Are we frozen? Did we freeze up? Are you guys able to see the video here? I think we may have frozen up. <laughs> 